What is up, everybody? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 208 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. My name is Brad, and I am so stoked to be here today. It's been a hell of a weekend. We're going to talk about it. So, first up, what's happening? Zach Guillermo, William Roy, long time no see. It's almost as if we uh, we just saw each other across the table. So, folks, we were at Commando's Commando Action Center's Tipman Challenge D-Day 2019, uh, pretty much all weekend. And folks, have I got stories to tell you. Also, I have a new toy to show off. <laughs> it's always a good show when I got something to show off. Folks, I can't begin to explain how pumped I was for this weekend and how well it turned out. It was great. It was amazing. So, every year, Commando Action Center holds these uh, Tipman Challenge, right? So, pile of players show up. It's a two-day event. Saturday's got vendors and small events. Sunday's got a big-ass game. And uh, good times are had. And that's exactly what happened this weekend. Good times were had. I, by all, as far as I understand, eh, there's a handful of people got some, you know, some mild uh, to severe heat stroke. But, I mean... Um, everyone's recovering fine from what I understand. So we're great. We're everything's great. There was over a thousand players at this game. Over a thousand. That's outrageous. Now I know, I know, I know. A lot of people are gonna be like, "Well, in the United States, they have more players than bigger games." I'm sure they do, but this was D-Day. We had a thousand players plus. It was the best one yet. The best event to date, and I've been to. Four, three of them, four of them. Um, hold on now. Went to one. Uh-huh. Four. I've been to four. Like Brian down chat says, God damn great times. And uh, definitely still recovering. I uh, I slept for 14 hours last night. Mm-mm. So folks, story time. We're gonna we're gonna talk about how I got there. <laughs> and then we're going to go on to what happened when I got there. Um, it's roller coaster. It's emotional. You'll laugh. You'll cry. It's, oh my God. It was a great time. Uh, William Roy's telling me that he was tired Monday. I'm sure he was. Uh, not, no, legit. He actually went pretty hard on the field. So, uh, I was there. I saw it. Um, Folks, okay, we're going to start off. Here's here's what the plan was. Um, William Allen, I think I'm going to see you before then. I think it's in the stars, my friend. I think I will see you before D-Day of next year. Uh, and hopefully I will be able to return the favor with those cigars. Um, so before we get going with the story, before we get going with the story, I want to share this. We need to share this out. Everybody needs to hear this story. Everybody needs to hear about the 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 nonsense, the brutality. They need to hear how mind-blowingly insane paintballers are to get to where they want to go. That's sorry, hold on. Reading the chat. Somebody noticed I shaved my legs, but I didn't shave my legs. Oh god. <laughs> So, folks, do me a favor. Share this out. Share this out to everybody. Everybody has to know. Um, everybody has to know. Okay. So, here's what happened. We hit the road at 11 p.m., right? Hit the road at 11 p.m. The plan was to drive all through the night, stop twice for gas, and to pee. <laughs> right? Tim Hortons coffee, I tell you. Whoa. Right? Um, Jesse Wheeler. Flatter me, bearded butte. Uh, so, the plan was hit the road at eleven. Or here's what we, plan was: hit the road at eleven o'clock, drive through the night, be in Ottawa for like eleven a.m. the next morning. That was the plan. That would be the plan. Here's what actually happened: eleven o'clock, we hit the road. Everything's fine. Everything's perfect. We're doing great. Then a fucking raccoon jumps out into the road. Poof, 
takes out of the front of the car. Bam! Smashes in the fucking radiator. Right? So, radiator's bust, like, bust all shit. Boom. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff happened with the car. Like, just shit started falling off and things were breaking. Head gasket blew. Car overheated. <laughs> gone. Zero compression. Things foobard. So, comes to a rolling stop. Just outside of a, a, a gas station. So, we push it to the gas station. We get it. We get there, and we're like, "Yo, like, what? What, what, what do we do? Like, me, me, and the guy were looking at each other. We're like, "What the fuck do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do?" And I'm and like, the first thought that came to both of us wasn't, "How do I get home?" We were both just like, "Fuck, we're gonna miss D Day. We got to get there." Like that was our thought. That's horrible. It's such backwards thinking, but that's what we thought. Um. So. Make some phone calls, find a tow company, tow truck company. First of all, the Irving, the, the people working at the gas station, amazing people. We're like, yo, car exploded. Can, you guys know an, a number for a, a tow company? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to call a guy. He's awesome. We're like, okay, sweet. And they could tell that we're just, we're in rough shape. So we got to hang out in the trucker lounge, which is actually really nice. Super comfy couch. I almost fell asleep on it. Um, <laughs> it was funny. So, Tow truck company shows up. He's like, what do you want to do with it? And we're like, well, fuck. All right, we're going to tow it to a collision center. We, we found a collision center that we're going to go to. Done. Uh, obviously, it's 1.30 in the morning, 1 o'clock in the morning by now. So there's nobody to actually look at the car. So what do we do? The only logical thing there is to do. We get the car towed to the, tr- to the collision center. We then sleep in the car in the parking lot of the collision center. And by sleep, I use that term loosely. We didn't sleep so much as we laid there with our eyes closed for five and a half hours. Like, it was bad. I was in a lot of pain. I was cold, shivering. I'm pretty sure I picked up, like, pneumonia or something. I was hacking up a lung for three days. It was bad. So, 7 o'clock rolls around. We get up. We wake up. We get out of the car. We make our way to the local Tim Hortons. Get coffee, bagels, and then we go to the collision center. And we're like, can you guys look at this today? And they're like, absolutely not. Uh, they're like, we can like look at it tomorrow kind of thing. We're like, whatever, fine. They call Enterprise. We get a rental car. Funny enough, the manager of the rental of the Enterprise location we went to used to work for me. How crazy is that, right? So I was just like, bro, we're in rough shape. He's like, okay. So we reserved a, a full, we got a, a car, we small SUV kind of thing. And then we book it to Ottawa. Right? We make it there for like 6.30. We roll up to the pre-party. The pool party happening at Commando Dave Emery's uh, place, which was so gracious of them to allow us to hang out, like to invite everybody there. Such a great, great thing for them to do. And then... That, that, like, finally we arrived in Ottawa. Like, we booked it, booked it, booked it, booked it. So, yeah, we left, like, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the night. Uh, on the road, bam, we were in Ottawa. Yeah, like, 6, 6.30. And that's where we got to see all the dudes and the dudettes and everybody in between and beyond. We got to see all the people. It was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, not not even having a car totaled could stop us from getting to D-Day. That's That's how determined we were to get there now uh the rest of the weekend went great no issues not a hiccup barely not even a hiccup um at dave dave fraser's uh you must have been exhausted you have no idea no idea i didn't like i wouldn't call what i did sleeping it was like in and out of consciousness for minutes at a time yeah, that's kind of what it was. I think the longest I slept that night was for 30, 40 minutes. Other than that, it was just like a lot of laying there waiting for the sun to come up. That that was it. That was That's what it was. And then drive through the day. I crashed a little bit on the car ride. Like I slept a little bit. Um, 
but not a whole hell of a lot. So it was, it was, yeah. Uh, needless to say, then, then, uh, we get there and of course meet up with the boys from Maritimes, meet up with Blake and, uh, John, of course, uh, Brian Nightmare PB, uh, met up with them, hung out at, uh, Dave and Marie's place until, I don't know, eight, eight thirty. Which was a great time. It was fun. It was awesome, man. Seeing everybody, the, the the food. My God, the food was good. Mm. It was a good time. <laughs> William uh, William's telling me that's basically what it feels like to have a newborn. If that's what it feels like to have a newborn, I ain't having kids. Ain't happening. Mm. So then, um, to keep costs low, because I ain't got any money. Uh, we split four. We split a hotel room four ways. I don't sleep well in hotels to start with. I'm a super light sleeper. I'm one of those people that like, if you knock on the door, I'm wide awake as soon as you knock on that door. Just bah, 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 and I'm up. Um, Brian can attest to this. When I used to live with some people, and he used to come over and party. Somebody, somebody is nightmare. PB. I don't know if he's still in the chat. I don't know if he's still kicking around here somewhere. Brian, if you're still here, you, you got to back me up on this. But they used to try and sneak into my room. Um, they used to try and sneak into my room, and by the time they finished turning the doorknob, I would be sitting up staring at them. I'm that bad. It's horrible. I don't get good night's sleep. So hotel, bad, bad choice for me. Hotel with three other people in it, even worse for me. So I didn't sleep. Then I went and paintballed for like eight hours. Stayed up. A little later, drinking with the boys. And then that was so basically, no, I didn't sleep. I was exhausted the entire weekend. But some highlights. Sorry. Highlights for the weekend. Well, first of all, the whole weekend was a highlight. It was just fantastic time. Saturday. Right? Saturday was the MAGFIT-only games. The Pump Challenge put on by uh, Guillermo. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I call him G-Man. Of uh, Pump Fiction. And uh, Reaper's Pistol Challenge. Very good times. All three events. I didn't get to attend the Pump Challenge, which I'm a little disappointed in myself. uh, But I kind of lost track of it. What up, Dave Pitts? The man who literally built the field. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that we played at. Um, and the only man I know that has safety sandals. So, the MegFit only games were great. They were short, but intense. They were um, interesting, but not complicated. They were good and not bad. If you get my drift, <laughs> SAS Ottawa did a really great job. They really did. Um, it was even, it was fair. The teams weren't stacked. Uh, as far as I could tell, you know, good fights were put up. Uh, but yeah, like interesting games. It was really, really fun. Definitely uh, MegFit only games put together by MegFit players. Great time. Uh, the uh, the pump challenge, from what I understand, driving back with Rob, uh, he was telling me the pump challenge was amazing. I guess like on the field, everyone was just like out for blood. But then as soon as the game stopped, it was just like, Brothers and sisters, friends, family. They were just, they were super pumped to see each other. Pumped. Haha, <laughs> pump. Uh, they were just great, great people. Everyone had a blast. No issues, no problems. Everyone was having uh, having a good time. Everyone was loving it. Um, and then uh, Reaper's uh, Pistol Challenge, which was, something cool happened there. Okay, so the way it works, you have your pistol. If you don't have a pistol, you can borrow a pistol. It doesn't matter. It's good. And you stand off. Two players, right? And then he counts to, th- he goes one, he goes three, two, one, shoot. And then you pull the pistol, push, you fire away. Now, if you win, you go to the next round. There's no prize, to be honest here. But it's just like, if you hit, and you don't get hit, and you land a shot, then that person's out and the next person's in. Uh, so a couple of us went like two, three in a row. It was one girl's first time playing ever, from what I understood. I think it was her first time playing ever. She took out 
six or seven of us in a row. Nobody could touch her. She was too fast. She was too accurate. And it was just unnatural. Uh, so obviously, she I don't know if she accepts it or not, but she's now been coined as quick shot. That is what she is. She's just amazingly shot. Uh, one of the scary parts, though, was she was so fast. Was that she'd pull the trigger, just like whip the gun up. Right? But she always shot you in the inner thigh. And <laughs> folks, I'm being joined by... Josh Stanley! What's up? How you doing? Not bad. Folks, for those who don't know, this right here is the uh, winning general from Commando D-Day. Except uh, I don't think anybody actually knows the points or cares. Because it's all about fun. It is. It is about fun. I really, really am digging how the day went. I loved it. Right? It was a good day. It was a great weekend. I was just telling everybody about the pistol challenge. That one of the girls who had never played, right? Uh, one of the girls who hadn't played before took out like six, seven people in a row. Really, that's awesome. I right, that. like she had that's never awesome. played before, and she was just like kapow. And the only thing though is, um, every time she shot some, she shot us all like in the inner thigh. Oh, like it was like she was out for blood. Really? Yeah, it was just like kapow, and one dude was just like that was really close. <laughs> Everybody so, start putting your drop pouches in front. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The, after a while, a bunch of us like started standing. We're just like hand over our junk and like holding the pistol. <laughs> so, so man, uh, highlights of the highlights for you. So first of all, congratulations on being on, on winning uh, D-Day. Thank you. So that was your first time commanding second. Yeah. That first. was my first time ever being a general. Um, luckily, Will, William Gordon, such a great guy. Uh, we went to PRZ in April, and he kind of uh, he was like, "Josh, I want to play," uh, and kind of handed generaling over to me for a little bit. So I had oh, did I did I disappear? No, no, you're still there. You're fine. Um, so <laughs> like he kind of handed off and let me general for a little bit. Although it was kind of like, yeah, just go here, just go there, you know. Generaling this game was very different than what I did up here. Yes. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely my first real time generaling for a full game, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, Callista Mosley, she was a fantastic XO. Uh, she kind of kept me on the straight and narrow. I was trying to be like that Canadian that was just like, oh, you know, like just everybody have fun, and she's like, and she just kind of kept kept me on the straight and narrow. She's like, Josh, you're general. I I can see both sides of that. Absolutely. Everyone needs to have fun at the same time. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's more fun if you win. Nobody wants well, to admit it, but it's more fun if you win. So, oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> um, at the same time, I was just like, I wasn't there to win. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed on, like, the way it went here and there. Mm-hmm. Um all in all, I'm super grateful on how it went. And like, sorry, I'm trying to drop my phone. Uh, I'm super grateful on how it went at the same time. So, yeah. Huh. Oh, sorry. Uh, somebody's asking a question. I can't read the username because my screen's all. Oh. It's the the okay. sneeze. Oh, only question. He says only question before I go back to work. When is the Canadian Paintball Podcast launching? I will get back to you with that because this weekend did not go as planned. No, uh, yeah so basically um the uh friday night was supposed to be like a big launch party kind of we were going to use like the d-day pre-party to be like to announce the the canadian paintball podcast unfortunately i was seeing double i was that tired um so it was very like i don't know what i'm doing here i don't know who you are i don't know who i am uh and, and i think william just sort of was like this dude needs to recover before we do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so actually, yeah, like, you know, big thank you to, to William for not, you know, beating me over the head with the, the Canadian painful podcast, but we will be doing, we will be getting it ready soon. Uh, hopefully like we want to do it once a month. We're just not sure. Excuse me. Of the day or time yet. Uh, we'll probably do a July, early july launch maybe like the first week of july that's the plan although like 
real talk though that 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 party was way better than what we've ever had in the past like usually we meet up at the store and they go out for supper yeah 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 i loved it like it was okay so like the store is great don't get me wrong the store is fantastic but it is small like it's not small it's not a tiny store but it is small for that many people yeah Um, also there's a lot of breakable shit in dave's store yeah and it like yeah i feel like 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 that dye cabinet alone i'm scared to go near (laughs) like it's it's glass and lights and like 200 hundred dollar masks i don't want to go near it uh and then the restaurant is great but you can only sort of do so much when everyone um sits around you know what i'm saying and then you're kind of like really restricted to who you're talking to right right so i only really sat beside like my buddies i only sat beside like Ethan and his dad and my dad and my brother right. and like maybe. right or and like there's somebody you want to talk to but they're across the room and it's kind of awkward to talk to somebody while they're eating you know what I mean yeah. like and then you're eating in front of people and that's just weird yeah and with my beard I have to do these really awkward things so yeah the the house party lawn party like lawn party is basically what it was nobody was in the house because fuck the weather was beautiful why be in the house um was a great idea I loved it I loved it. Mm-hmm. And the food was amazing. Yeah. Dave, Dave says it was amazing too. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it. You know, like we had full range of the field, like it was a safe field. So like all, every, all masks were off. Everybody got to walk it. You know, those yeah. guys who have been there before or really gotten to see it, they, they had an awesome chance and they, they got to see what they were in for. And I really, I really think that was super beneficial for everybody. Absolutely. Um, and it was just, I know I showed up late, like very fashionably late, but it was very cool to roll up to the party and see that many people there. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I, this I think is all awesome. Taking over personally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm, kebabs. <laughs> the kebabs were amazing. People were like stabbing each other with the, the, the to get the kebabs. It was great. Uh, that's how you know the food's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saturday. What did you do Saturday? Because I, I saw you sort of here and there for Saturday. Uh, but yeah. uh, so, well, a couple of things happened, didn't they, Emily, on Saturday? Yes. Um, well, mainly I was playing paintball. I was running the members group. I, I figured I wasn't going to get a whole lot of time to shoot a lot of ball on Sunday. So I kind of took my um, I kind of took advantage of Saturday and played some shooty shooty ball. Um, and then after that, I was kind of just nursing Emily because she, uh, wiped the hell out. She did. (laughs) Like she's just here listening to us and like, she's got her leg elevated ice on it and everything. Nice. And just to top it off. And I went out in my shorts and a tank top Mm -hmm. because I had no idea where he was. I couldn't find the gear. I had no idea. So I just. Grabbed the gun and the the mask, and I just went out on the field. Mm-hmm. She she like ditched the, the crutches and like yeah. hobbled to the front line and started shooting people out. From what I hear, like my buddy was just like, "Yo, Josh, your girlfriend came up to me and was just talking to me and started shooting people out. It was crazy." It, it, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Why crazy. wouldn't she take the crutches though? That'd be even better. I got a welt too on my arm. You could have been like, you could you could like taken the crutches out and be like. You got hit by somebody in the crutches <laughs> and then hobble away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> add insult to injury. Um, and just to add to the badassery of the wipeout was that it was done stone sober. Like, it was done stone sober. Right? So that wasn't even like, oh, you were being a drunk idiot. That was just like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You just decided yeah. to like super yeah, date. Just like, Emily will not let me go anywhere near a motorcycle. And she hops on like this electric bike. And like, yeah, she, she ends up wiping out, and she gets up. She goes, "You're never allowed to do that." I was like, "Oh, my God. right." I That's... saw her get on it. I was standing across from the stage. Oh, here. I saw her get on it, and I watched her wipe out. And I just stood there for a good thirty seconds, being like, "Right, should Lord. I help her? Should I yeah. just milk this moment for a little bit longer?" Yeah. And, then, and then Calista calls me out. She's like, "What are you doing? You're such a bad boyfriend." I was like, "Oh, now I gotta go over there and help her out and act like decently, like <laughs> good person." I don't know. No, no, no. When you super Dave off of something, then it's just you're on your own. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> such but, a trooper, man. Like she played all day. She haul. She didn't even get on crutches till like six or seven o'clock, and that happened at twelve. 
Mm-hmm. That's wild. Um, like, yeah, Not thanks even. to Pierre. I was or, just before the bonfire. Yeah, just so like, like around eight. like eight eight thirty. Yeah. But like, big shout out to like Pierre. I don't. I I can't pronounce his last name. It's French. But like, <laughs> the head rat, we call him Puke. Uh, he he uh he taped her up and everything. And one of the guys from the SDS, he's a paramedic, so he made sure that Pierre Saucier, the guy who has the tank, mm-hmm. another Pierre, he made sure she was all like clean and everything. And then, yeah. But for the most, for the most part, part of it, we were, we were, I was playing paintball and then helping Emily around and then taxiing people in a four by four. Very good. Yeah. And that was before the bonfire because we mm-hmm. had to go up and pick people up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was an epic uh so that party was just fantastic saturday um you're you were with the members group so you were dealing with rental players not rental players like people with their own guns rentals we, sorry yeah not i don't mean players. yeah i don't mean rental players like uh, uh walk-ons walk-on like, players yeah 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 that sounds boring I understand it's, you know, it's a thing you got to do. And just like, that's, you know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of really wanted to hop into the Pump Fiction Pump event yeah. and stuff. But I told Dave and Marie I'd run their members day. So I kind of did that. Got a wicked sunburn on my shoulders. Nice. Uh, yeah. Emily was like, put sunscreen on. I was like, I don't need to listen to you. I don't need and, sunscreen. And then you're suddenly, you know, we're just like vibrant red. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, my shoulder is. Uh, holy shit dude looks like somebody went at you with like a Crayola marker (laughs) so bad that is brutal Uh, oh well your your skin literally looks like what like paprika chicken looks like coming out of the oven it it looks like your beard (laughs) it does that's bad skin shouldn't be that red actually it looks more red on camera or brown on camera which it's a little disappointing. I need better lights and better camera. Next purchase yeah. for this Next podcast. Is, yes. It's a new camera. I have, I have my Philips Hughes right now, so I can change color to anything. Oh, man. Check this out. Watch. 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 Bam. 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 Mm. Hey, Google. Oh, fuck. Turn my room purple. Oh. oh. Bam, bam, bam. Look at that. Hey, Google. Turn my room blue. Why? Why is it? Why? Technology. Look, wait, wait. Push a button. Let me do it again. Bam, bam, bam. bam Give me a bam, second. Bam. I'll just do this on my phone. <laughs> We're fighting over lights. On this one. You really, you're, <laughs> wow! Look at that shitty lighting. I know. <laughs> Terrible. I, got these uh, I mean, it's great. It's awesome. It's it's awesome that I can do that. But it's uh, you know, it's terrible. actually pretty terrible lighting. Um, we <laughs> now, uh, so Saturday was great. The Megfit only games were great. I uh... oh hey, look at that! I just got a big warning on my streaming software. It was just like encoder overloaded. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So <laughs> we're pushing forward. Nothing is shut down yet. Um, I missed out of the pump game as well. I uh, I wish i had uh actually participated but i don't know where i was when it was happening like i i actually can't remember that's like the heat really got to me i kept playing but the heat really got to me um i was at the pistol challenge i did some of the make fit only stuff not nearly as much as i should have but i mean i think i was one of the only make fed dudes running round ball so yeah it was just like pow pow and then like from 60 feet further away there's zipping first strikes past my face <laughs> like most of the SES guys were shooting round ball. Were you know they? Because, yeah, because uh, Roy, who's actually in the chat right now. Hey, Roy. He's my paintball dad. Um, <laughs> he, he didn't want to waste all his first strikes. He wanted to use them and, and start shooting other people. So he That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, either way, I felt like I had a lot of first strikes zipping past my face. Um, but it was a great time, though. The games were great. The, great. the games were just a good time, good play. And then yeah. the pistol challenge was just hilarious. So, yeah, I saw the video. I, I, I really thought that was cool. Um, Dave's, Dave Fraser's telling me I should have taken his KP3, KP3.5 
uh, with the auto trigger into the pump field. I kind of feel like that would take away from the skill of the pump because I'd be going up against good dudes, like have that perfect timing down with like the pump and trigger. And I would just have the trigger <laughs> flat. Just be like, what up? Bup, 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 bup. And I have an S6 and I love my auto trigger. I still think I probably would have been taken out. Some of those pump dudes are deadly. Oh, so good. Right. Well, have you ever played against uh, Robbie Gorgachuk? Robbie G? No. Possibly. He was one of my, he was a general about three years ago, four years ago. Anyways, that man is just wicked, crazy, insane when it comes to playing pump or paintball in general. That's wild. Um, one thing I really wanted to do uh, and wanted to, uh, wanted to do, but just didn't I so believe it or not Saturday I forgot my new toy at the hotel room your tank no oh yeah I lent you my tank you lent me my you lent me your tank I had a tank but I forgot this I forgot my new T15 yeah so yeah I got one of these bad boys now nice uh which uh, was delivered actually at the uh, the pre-party. So I was supposed to bring this with me on Saturday, and then I forgot it. And we were there, we were halfway there, and we're like, do we want to turn back and get it? And I said, no, because I want decent parking. Uh, I was a little worried that, Saturday, you know, sometimes this, uh, some years of Saturdays are brutal and you can't park anywhere near. And I was like, fuck. Um, yeah, I parked on sun- I parked on Saturday morning and I did not move my car. Uh, right. Like right so... So it was bad. And uh, the other downside, too, is I've only got two of the mags. So, like, I've only got two of these things. Um, so it would have been kind of hard to play a full day, you know, with only two with only two V2 mags, uh, with only two T15 mags. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited to get this thing out. I'm actually going to go shoot it tomorrow morning before work. <laughs> yeah. Are you like a CQB kind of guy, or are you like a full rifle? Or oh, um, so the tank is currently sitting in my car, which is currently about thirty minutes down the road. Um, but yeah, it'll definitely have tank in stock. It'll be full size, full rifle size. But this is—I uh, don't know if this is going to replace my TGR or not. It might. Depending I, uh, on, I, I sold my TGR this year. I I, I, find... I tried to sell one of my TGRs. Nobody would fucking buy it. I. <laughs> uh... I kind of was like, I'm tired of carrying around heavy mags the whole time because I, I, and then, but I did get back into like the mag pit area. I bought a hammer seven and I did like a Jason Bodie mod to it. You know what that is? No. No. Wait, is that the shotgun? Yeah, it's the shotgun. So now I just have to carry around tubes and it's, I I like it a lot more. Beautiful. Do you see the new, uh, the new shotgun mill sig was showing off? I did not go see it, but I saw pictures of it. And, it and... it is fun. Yeah, yeah. So those are just prototypes. I'm not even sure if they're functioning prototypes. That's um, and uh, sorry, it's not a Milsig. Milsig was showing it off, but it's not going to be Milsig. Um, long story short, I'll let Evan and Evan and Dave explain that one. But uh, very very cool. One of them actually uses a CO2 cartridge in the handle. So yeah. there's no tank, no nothing. It's just like you put a CO2 in, you close it, and you rock it, and away you go. Fuck. Laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of super excited for the MCS double barrel. Like, the Isn't that a Numerex rebrand? I, I, I have no idea. Like crack barrel, right? Yeah, the crack barrel. And then uses two shells and snaps it back in? No, not two shells, just two balls. I'm not familiar with this. I'll have to look into it. Um... It, uh, but yeah, like paintball shotguns need to be a thing that are, are, are more easily accessible Yeah, because that's going to be badass. Um, can't wait. It is going to be super cool. And then, um, where was it going with this? Anyways, the T-15. Yeah. Super pumped. Like, I love the look of the T-15. It's awesome. I I'm didn't like, I've never, I was like the handle, the handle just sells it for me. Yeah. I have little hands. So it works for me. Also, believe it or not, hold on. I don't know if I can show this on camera. Whee! But like just holding it like this, it's not that heavy. Really? 
Yeah, like I can hold, like if I dropped the handguard off of it, shortened the barrel, this thing would be no heavier than a Tipex. Swear to God. Ooh. Yeah, all the weights in the handguard right now. So I'm kind of like a toss up between the T15 and the 468, but I don't go back to real nightclub marker until there's like a, like, I don't like the over under stack, like the spider styles that most of these magpeg guns are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the 100 is basically a G Mac on the inside. That's the, really exciting. This man with damn mag. The 100, the 100 is awesome. It looks awesome. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. The 100, the MG 100 as a concept is amazing. Yeah. I hate the stock on it. Oh, <laughs> right. Everything else on it is fantastic. The idea of a speedball marker being built within with like actual proper speedball internals, make fit marker with speedball internals um, that doesn't cost twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, but like the dam is not that super reliable either. I had a dam. And it just... The two dams sorry. we used. OK, sorry for the people who had dams and love them. I do. I just had constant trouble with mine and I got attacked like three or four times. And sorry. I, I kind of like am out of the damn fan club. It's funny, actually. I uh, I kind of had the same issue with uh, the M17. Everyone was just like getting M17. I was like, okay, and I got it. And it leaked. And I was like, can this fix be fixed? Somebody yeah. fixed it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we can't get the stop leaking, so just deal with it. It just leaks, and it got sold. Um, yeah. The die dams we had in the tank didn't work for me. They worked for everyone else. They didn't work for me. Yeah, I just it was oh, I was pissed, I was pissed. Uh, I'm telling. I'm being told I need to look up the T15 machine pistol. I know what that is. I probably will never get the auto trigger because one, I don't need auto in MagFed, and two, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> like, three, three from like full auto. I kind of look at it and it's like it doesn't have eyes. It's going to chop. Like, well, that's that and can you imagine? Like, okay, I get it. The 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 full auto is kind of fun. But, like, how much of a pain in the ass is it that you have to change your mag every, like, six seconds because you just ripped 18 mag- or eighteen rounds and just drop, gone? Not even, not even six seconds. Like, when you yeah. think about it, it's shooting 10 balls a second. That's what they're rated for. Or yeah, so it's, yeah, you're actually, sh- like, three seconds. Drop, gone. You're done. Bye-bye. We'll drop. Right. Yeah. So, um, but you were talking about the difference between, like, deciding between a T15 and a 468. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how this shoots yet. I've seen the T15 in action, and it does shoot really well. It does seem to be really well. And I owned a 468, um, which I ended up selling because I hated the mags. Because I like I, I just don't want to wind mags all day. If someone can I like hear that. String, if someone can do like a pull string with a wind like they have for like airsoft, or like I, uh, or mm-hmm. I like the, the beads, the beads are a good, good idea. Don't get me wrong. Um, I like those, but I just don't don't waste my time with this for ten minutes for five mags. I'm done. Right, I hear you there. I hear the the the, the zip zip done of the uh, four six eight mags were great, but loading this mag is amazing. It just yeah. it fits. It idea. just done. It just it's. Great Meg. Also, Ryan Wilkes. What? Does Hammer. Ryan Wilkes on my team. He loves his T15. He just can't stop bragging about it. I was like, okay, buddy. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm pretty like I, I was. I'm like one of the well. <laughs> out east, I'm like the diehard uh, TGR guy. Just like my TGR yeah. is fucking great. Um, I love- I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one east of Montreal that has a TGR. It's wild. Okay, hold up. Let's wait a second. Matt Savajol just popped in. Yeah, that monster. Core monster. His monster that he made. Oh mm. my gosh! If you guys haven't seen it, you gotta go check. Uh, whose Facebook page was it? I think everybody um, posted it. <laughs> sent me a message, but like he's got this. Uh, he's been designing this gun for two years. Okay. Um, oh, hold up. I'm getting a message from a buddy saying he was at the Milsig tent and he was playing with the shotguns. That's Zach Joseph. Hey, Zach. He's from Big <laughs> F. 
out a big effing squad. Anyways, so Matt Savejo has been working on this project for two years. It's a Gatling gun that's fired in sequence. So like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And it's built with four ions. And this gun, I'm going to tell you what, it just uh, blew my mind. He didn't have a break in the gun all day. He sent me a picture of all four barrels. Oh my wow. God. Wow. It's marvelous. This four on each barrel is between five balls a second in sequence and not one shot. Which is like the greatest way to get around like a ball cap. Because it's just like you can only be rated for 5.5. And he's just like, it is 5.5. It's just there's four of them. Yeah. You know, like it's like <laughs> it was amazing. And it was. The, the full getup, the mask and the, the body armor and, like, the full, like, two-handed way he held it and just, like, pulled the trigger. One trigger, four barrels fired. God, it was it was amazing. Um, I, I have the, I have audio of it shooting. Oh, God. Yeah. Hold up, Big Matt. Found him. Yeah, I'm going to have to turn my volume all the way up on my phone. Matt Sivajo, it works. 7,000 rounds. Group therapy. <laughs> There's the audio. He went test. Oh, this is way back. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're just terrible with technology. Can't get your lights uh, to change here color. Here it is. Ready? Oh, where's my mic? Ah, that just sounds horrifying. It's so it's so cool. I That's love it. Brutal. My photography just showed up. What's happening? Um, I am home. <laughs> I am home. Um, my photography just showed up. Ah, we're listening to us. Oh God, it's a podcastception. So, uh, real quick. Before we go any further, yeah. we got to talk about, and by we, I mean I, need to give a shout out to those out there who help make this podcast possible. So, oh, fix that. There we go. Um, oh, dropping the ball. Dropping the ball. That's okay. Pick them up and put it back in your mag and shoot it up then. Oh, first of Okay, first, we're going to talk about Defcon Paintball Gear. So go to defconpaintballgear.com and basically find everything and anything you will ever need uh, for paintball. Uh, uh, just great people. Great people. They're everything you'll ever need. of Canada, but even better because Defcon is in Toronto and they're just fantastic people and they do everything they can for you. They do. They really do. Uh, tier 1 Armament, these folks are your, like, your tactical specialists. If you need uh, anything like meg fed uh, airsoft soft goods uh or even like grinds which i don't have my tin which is super awesome i'll talk about those in a second um these are definitely the guys to talk to and then if you're the kind of person that wants cool stuff every month pv swag bag will ship you a bag of random paintball gear once a month uh for 38 something 38 and change uh within the united states and a little bit more if you ship it to canada uh but you can save 10 percent on your first order with promo code MPP10 and save 10% off your first uh, first order through PV Swag Bag. And somehow the Patreon image that I was using got corrupted. I don't know what happened, but uh, big shout out to all the Patreon supporters, especially Tim, because I've forgotten to put him on the list for like 12 weeks straight. Oh, and now, and now the list like died. So, but I remembered him. So that counts. And, <laughs> but yeah. Big shout out to the Patreon supporters and, uh, you know, they're the folks that make this possible. And uh, if you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, if you're in a position to do so, then uh, patreon.com slash maritime paintball podcast will uh, put you in the right direction. And uh, so, yeah, all in all, the weekend was fantastic. The actual D-Day day uh, was intense, to say the least. Oh, Right. Uh, for those that don't know, the uh, at the very top of the hill that gets rushed by like, oh, I don't know, 200, 300 players. Uh, 
I think there was 15 of us on top of the hill trying to hold it. <laughs> we didn't like So usually, usually they have 15 people at the top of the hill. Usually. Yes, except, and they except, hold it. Yeah, this was it, like... It's held for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, But I did that. My... Yeah, we, we did that a little bit quicker than 30 minutes. Yeah, you broke through on our right side and steamrolled us. Now, the key flaw that I think happened was that normally at the top of the hill, you'd have 15 speedballers with like 4,000 rounds each, and they just fuck up anything that gets anywhere near the top of that hill. It was all magfig guys. There was a couple of magfig guys up there. Like, it was actually really funny because like... uh. Uh, Tactical Tuna, Nightmare, Slim, a couple other people are there. And they've got the first strikes, right? So they're just like lining up their shot, pow, elimination. Lining up a shot, pow, elimination. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there with a hopper, and Wolf's on like, I don't know, he's about five feet to my right, and he's got the box make. And we're both just like, like just trying to lay down as much pain as we can. Uh, And then we just got wrecked. From our right side. I think your paratroopers too broke through really, really fast. My paratroopers started at the far back cannon and they that was out of options. So that's, that's like Matt Savagel uh, and his team. And they're all like hardcore, like they're awesome ballers. I love them so hard. I gave them my MVP award this year, uh, MVT nice. award. Uh, and so because they had such a, uh, a, a crappy place to start with all the bugs in the morning. Uh, I kind of was like, hey, you guys want to start on top of the hill in the evening? Um, but the original plan for the morning was, I thought I was about 12 people in all, in like all four boats total or something like that. Um, but I was allowed 12 people in each boat. Uh, yeah. And so I was going to have like SAS versus all you milsome guys. Like that was my plan. And then yeah, that went out the window. Uh, Glasgow was just like, no, 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 you can have whoever you want in there. So I got the Blue Falcon squad, which came and because they wanted to come uh, and play like front line, like head on, because they came all the way from Portugal and France this year to play for right. uh, which is fantastic. So I was like, yeah, you guys hop in the boat. And then we had some random people that were just there. There. And I was like, yeah, yeah, go, go hop in the boat. We want you in the boat. Uh, and then we'll. Well, Roy Murray, he was like, I don't know who's coming in the boat. Uh, and so I kind of started throwing people at him, and that's... Uh, <laughs> it was fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we got wrecked, but uh, it was a blast. Like, you don't go to the top of that hill or the bottom of that hill and not expect a ton of paint to get thrown either way. Um, yeah, a lot of the guys died off the bat without even leaving the boat. <laughs> yes, because as soon as we had the chance, I sent... I think I ripped through a pod or a hopper and five pods in about a minute and a half. Oh. Like the fingers didn't stop. Bah, just pouring pods and grabbing another pod. Bah, like it was just, yeah. it, it was like holding down the back right corner of an MPPL event. Like that, like it was, <laughs> it just didn't stop. Um, That's what I was doing during the kind of battle. It was funny. And uh, we had to laugh though, because like, I think there was a slight miscommunication between the refs um, because there was a big explosion and then there was supposed to be four explosions and then yeah. the game was supposed to start. Yeah. So they happen. told us that no big explosion. And then we saw all of your guys start running and the refs told us, and they were like, no, you have to wait. And we're all just like, nah, fuck you. And we, we like pulled it back. Yeah. But by the time yeah, we figured out, running, and I was just like, no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. It was just, a uh, whatever. It, it was hilarious because we're standing there. We would see we could see your guys. It was just like we're like, okay, on the four explosions we go, and he's like, yeah, yeah, don't go for the first one. And we're like, okay, so don't go on the first one, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, don't, like we're just like reconfirmed like six times. Boom, first one goes, and then we just saw all of your dudes start moving. We're like, awesome, let's do this. <laughs> like, we the just explosions <laughs> were so cool. So like, shout out. <laughs> To Matt, why am I drawing a blank to his last name? Uh, big, uh, uh, um, uh, I want to say Marc Andre, but Marc Andre, yeah, yeah, Sorry, that's his first name. Yeah, here, hold up. Uh, the power of Facebook, Dragon Breath Pyrotechnics. Yes, there we go. Dragon Breath Pyrotechnics. <laughs> got to do your education, boy. Got to, yeah. got to learn shit before um, we talk. Those fire, those 
that pyro was so awesome. Oh, it was awesome. Some, like tires on top of the pyro to like protect people. And those, but- those tires went poof, like four or five <laughs> feet up in the air. <laughs> he was standing there. He's got the trigger in his hand and he's just like looking at us. And I'm like, are we like, there's like, it looks like a can, right? Like it's about this big. Mm-hmm. And it's just sitting in the middle of the road, like in the way. And we're probably about like six, seven feet away from it. And I'm looking at that thing. I'm like, is that safe? He's like, yeah, 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 you won't be, you'll be fine. I'm like, but there's no pink circle around it. What does that do? He's like, it goes up in the air and it explodes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the man's a professional, though. He knows what he's doing. Um, I am a professional. Right? And like, yeah, some of those explosions were just like, boom, and you felt it in your chest. They were so like, cool. That was my awesome. first time, like three or well, last year I was a rep on top of the hill at the start. But that was my first time seeing it from the D-Day level. Uh, oh, it's wild, isn't it? It's wild. It's so much fun. Um, yeah, it's 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 an absolute blast. I had to laugh. I I ended up creating my own small pyrotechnics by mistake. Um, oh, I had a I had you a laid s- on fire on the wood. Uh, no, sort of, kind of. I uh, <laughs> I pulled a smoke grenade. Bing, wire comes out. And wait a second. I wait for the smoke. Smoke's coming out. Threw it in the air while midair just went poof and turned into a ball of flame. <laughs> and then hit the ground and the refs were stomping it out. And I was like, my bud. Uh, also, I'd like to formally apologize. I don't know which ref it was, but I, me and a buddy lit a ref up uh, by mistake. So uh, middle of a firefight and this dude shows up and his shoulders and his head are above this bunker and he's looking around. But he's got like, like no with orange with the ponytail. Yeah, the dude with the ponytail was with me. That's Uncle. So I call him Uncle Pew. He's like my uncle. Um, yeah, don't worry. It's just Pierre. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't worry. He like he's standing there, and I was like, "Is that a?" And I didn't even th- like I saw no orange, so I was just like, "Huh?" Yeah. He, he just we just it. we just sent a shitload of paint down, and you'd send like ten rounds down range, and you'd hope like one or two would connect. We had like seven connect. Yeah, and then I just saw like the orange flag, and he's just like, "I'm a ref." I'm like, "Oh, get out of the way!" <laughs> Always, he looks at you, makes eye contact, points at you, he's like, "Really, dude? I'm a ref." I saw that happen three or four times. So funny. yeah, yeah, I got shot as a cameraman, so I get it. But yeah, I was just like, "My bad." No yeah, move. You were a cameraman for Final Battle, eh? I was, I was in the middle of that shit with a camera. Yeah, um, get my super duper slam dunk. Yes. In slow mo at 120 frames per second. Clip it, send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta upload everything uh, tomorrow and the next day. I've been dead to the world till about three o'clock in the afternoon. This like today, it was bad. I actually, oh. so my team, uh, kind of we completed the whole mission for the final battle. So then I was like, okay, well, the other team looked a little demoralized, so I ran over to the other team. I, I got them hyped up. And I played with them. I just had a blast with the other team for the end of it. Yeah. The um the I, I think the 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 access side for the for the final battle, the yellow team. They I don't think they quite understood what the point of it was. And yeah. a lot of them ran out of paint real fast. Yeah. So That's I was just final yeah. battle is just slapstick. Oh yeah, it's a paint waster, right? But it was just it was funny to see one side run out of paint so quickly. And I was just like, guys, got to conserve that shit. Like, if the dude's behind a bunker, don't shoot the bunker 40 times. Like, <laughs> yeah. just Gordon, wait. Gordon Escobrooks, have you seen that photo of him yet? Mm-mm. Just covered. Oh, I feel so bad for that man. <laughs> he puts, like, I've said it so much this weekend. He puts, like, 110% of, into paintball all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just running the same path every time. And he and his son got lit up at the exact same spot every time. I was there. just I knew where they were going. And I was just laning. And they'd run through my lane. And somebody else would shoot them. And somebody else would shoot them. And they would stop running. And they'd get, keep getting shot. And I was like, why? <sighs> That's funny. Yeah. So, they're, uh, they're good. I love them. so overall, D-Day was an absolute success. Yeah. There was no, uh, oh, you know what was really great about the entire day, what I, what I thought was absolutely amazing, was usually about halfway through a big game like that, you get, like, mumbles of cheaters, 
right? <clears throat> and of course, every game is going to have like, you know, somebody's cheating, somebody's cheating. But like, it wasn't widespread. Like, not it wasn't like it wasn't like everybody huddling into groups and being like, yeah, yeah, this dude's a fucking asshole. But it was just like there was a couple of people voiced some opinion, but for the most part. Yeah. All I heard was positivity. Everyone was just talking about, yeah, it was great. 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 Dude, I was um, hopping around to the, like, during halftime, I was hopping around to tents, like the Punisher tent and Northern Mercenaries, everybody just like chatting them up, just being, well, how are you guys doing? Like, yeah, just the sportsmanship of this game. I was so happy with. I actually got very emotional at the end of Final Battle, how everybody was having a great time. Yeah, it was an absolute blast. Uh, just a great time. And uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to next year. I really am. Mm-hmm. And generals uh, are next year. Oh, we probably won't find out till probably next year. You won't find out. Well, it's okay. We we as in the people. We the people. Find, we the people. Um, that's one thing I don't think I could do is general a game that size. I will XO any day. Um, but I that was my. I'm ever generaling. I had so much fun. Hmm. I don't think I could do it. It's it's too much uh too much responsibility for me. I'm not responsible enough. I would be uh I would I would no. It would be bad go. But uh overall great time and uh a great weekend. An absolute blast. Had a ton of fun, met a ton of people, uh saw a bunch of old faces, made some new friends. And uh, it was great. All in all, it was just great. But that is pretty much all the time we have. So yeah. we're out of here. So thank you for coming on. Josh Nagos was banned. It was great. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, congrats again on winning the 2019 D-Day Challenge. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of my team. I'm not even proud of myself. I'm so proud of my team. And like these, I'm just one guy standing in the back. Just being like, yeah, let's do this. And I'm going to go run points. And you guys do all the hard work. And, like, it, it wasn't me. Like, I'm going to call it out. Like, it was SAS. It was out of options. It was, like, the Mirabelle Army. It was Pump Fiction. Like, you guys all did that work for me. And you have no idea how much I appreciate it. And to go up against a formidable uh, uh, opponent like Will, who's generaled seven times and never lost one, like, that was really... That was a little bit intimidating. I'm not gonna lie. And then my boys showed up, and everybody played like put their hearts out and left it out on the field. And like I just want to say thank you to like Will, who's always kept me grounded, and like Robbie Gorgachuk, who kind of just like guided me on the right path, and Calista for telling me that I'm being an idiot here and there, and just like be <laughs> like, do it. You can do it. And like Emily, like a hundred percent, I gotta give Emily so much credit. Like she, she just did so much for me behind the scenes throughout the weekend. And like I don't know what I'd be able to do without her. And but yeah, thank you to everybody who made it possible for me to win this year. And I look forward to playing with all you guys in the future. Yeah. <laughs> did you practice that? No, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, it was great, like, man. Yeah, but I had a blast. I got to play with like you guys, and I love playing with you guys and playing against the Punishers. Who I play with a lot of them every weekend, anyways. But to play against Dread Camp, Dread Camp was a huge blast all weekend. Like that guy is super fun to hang out with. And then Will playing against Will, he was just he's just a fun guy and like filled with love. And you know, at the end of the day, we hugged it out, had a beer, shared some chocolate milk. It was great, you know. <laughs> saw that you guys came up with a little drug of chocolate milk on the stage yeah we did oh man it was great uh, all right we're out of here so man thank you guys for coming on uh thanks to everyone who is stuck around commenting and chatting there uh in the comments um really appreciate it. anyone who liked and shared the video as, as well thank you so much and mm-hmm. i will hopefully have an update for you next week on uh proper uh date for the canadian paintball podcast which is uh be patient. It is a far more professional sounding uh, podcast than what you experience on this. This is essentially some dude in a room with a microphone. The new one will be more like uh, a dude in the room with a microphone, but a plan. 
So it'd be a little and different. Hmm? No, I have that suit jacket still. Emily won't let me wear it. I do, but it's killer. It's awesome. Yeah, it's in my car right now. <sighs> I'm not, I know. So I'm bummed it didn't fit me, um, but I'm glad I'm, we found it. Kind of fits you perfectly. It's a little strange. It is, it is like a little short on the red, but that's okay. I'll just yeah, yeah. Turns out I'm like a quadruple XL when it comes to China. Oh. So, <laughs> but yeah. But folks, right here, thank you so much. Until next week, uh, cheers. Cheers.